Welcome back to Life Chats with Liv B. I am Liv and this is episode 15. Today I'm super excited because I have a very special guest, one of my very good friends, Katie, and we are doing an episode all about vegan pregnancy. Hello. Hi. (laughs) Hi. So Katie, we've been friends since... About five years. Yeah. Okay. Five years. Yeah. 2014, 2015-ish. And we became friends when we both went vegan around the same time. Should we say how we met? Yes. No. Oh my God. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Technically we met online. Yeah, I know. It's like we're like in this relationship. Internet relationship. I had an Instagram account and you had a different Instagram account. Yes. And I think you reached out to me and just said, hey, I see you're in Halifax. Yeah. And I said, yeah, I am. And then we just kind of said we should get together. Yeah. We just completely (laughs) met uh, at this vegan restaurant and met online and we became friends really quickly. Yeah. Like started going to animal sanctuaries together and volunteering together and like having dinner together. Can I mention your old Instagram account? Yes. So she had an account called Appealing Lifestyle, which is punny, where she posted, it was just like a vegan food account, basically, like what you ate and like your kind of lifestyle. Exactly. Um, And I had a different account, but um, it was basically the same thing. It was a vegan food account. We just like met on Instagram and then we went for dinner at Heartwood, which is a vegan vegetarian restaurant here. And it was like the best dinner ever. We got along so well right away. Like my sister was there and it was just like, we laughed the whole time. We just clicked completely. And it was just so nice to see another vegan in the city because we didn't know anyone else who was vegan at the time. No, nor did I. And I think that's why I don't remember. I don't know exactly why you created your account, your original one to begin with. But for me, it was because I didn't know one other vegan in person and I didn't know even of any vegans. So that's why I needed this outlet because I had no one to talk to. Yeah. And I don't know if it's something similar for you. And then yeah. when we met each other, it was, okay, there's more of us. And we talked about vegan things yeah. for about what two hours straight. Yeah. Because we had we could just so let much it to talk all about. Out. Yeah. And then we started going to an animal sanctuary here called North Mountain Animal Sanctuary. And they have like rescued pigs and sheep. We went there a bunch of times and we volunteered. We like helped them build a fence for their ducks. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah. And then we got, I we forced them to name ducks after oh, us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like they, like, as soon as we left, they were like, those aren't your names. <laughs> no, I, I don't, I don't even, I couldn't tell you which one was me. So when are you due? I'm due July 28th. So I'm about six okay. and a half months pregnant now. Wow. And it has been blissful. Let okay. me tell you. I cannot wait to get into it. But just to like make everything clear. So yes. you've been vegan the whole time and you are continuing to be vegan during yes, your pregnancy. Exactly. So I've been vegan for five years. I always knew I would maintain a vegan lifestyle through pregnancy okay. and post-pregnancy. Did you ever question it at all or you were? I didn't. And amazing. that's one recommendation we can save till later. But mm-hmm. one of the, when I got pregnant, one of the things I said to myself, you are going to get so much conflicting yeah. um, advice from parents, from mm-hmm. doctors, from friends, from the internet, from whatever. Just trust your instinct. Yeah. Just, it's trust the one time. Trust your intuition. It is a hot topic to be pregnant and be vegan. Some people have very strong opinions about it. You know what? I just got back from Florida about, mm-hmm. let's say, two weeks ago. Yeah. And someone said to me, do you have to supplement because you're vegan? That was another question people asked. And I said, because I'm vegan, I don't have to supplement. I get my blood checked every six to 12 months. Mm -hmm. I have never had to supplement. I don't have to, and I continue not to. And your blood results are the best 
measurement of your nutrient levels and how healthy you are. So I've had the same doctor since I was a kid. So she knows me really well. And when I became vegan five years ago, basically she just said, I just want you to get your blood checked and yes. and so I can monitor it. Mm-hmm. And that's I that's a very reasonable thing to ask. And um, when I went vegan, she actually, we talked about prenatals and I said, do I even need to take them? And she said, no, your blood levels are still really good. There's our two supplements that you do have to take. So there's um, folic acid yeah. and that has to do with your baby's spinal development mm-hmm. and... Uh, you take that to avoid any defects in, in the spine. It doesn't matter what your diet is. It doesn't really even matter, I think, where you are in the world. Yeah. Most doctors will recommend folic acid. Mm-hmm. And then um, DHA, which is a type of omega-3 that you cannot get from chia seeds and flax seeds and other things. Most people get it from fish, and fish get it from algae. So I went right to the source. Yeah. So I went to um, a local organic store in Halifax and uh, I got a DHA supplement there. And so it's made from algae. It's made from algae. It's a vegetarian wow. um, supplement. And that is a brain development yep. supplement. So those are the only two things that I'm taking. That's all I need to take. It's all my doctor recommended. Yeah. Um, I'm not advocating to anyone. Like talk to your doctor first before oh, anything. Yes. But yeah. Okay, so veganism as a whole, like not even pregnancy and veganism, but just mm-hmm. veganism right now on the internet is kind of a hot topic because there's a lot of like really well-known people who were vegan who are not vegan anymore. And so I feel like now more than ever, there's a lot of conflicting information. There's people talking about if veganism even is good for you. But I really like that you said you get your blood levels checked and I do too. If even if you're just eating, you know, I don't know, meat and cereal. I don't know. I don't think that's healthy, but it doesn't matter what your diet is. As long as you're regularly checking up on yourself Mm -hmm. and making adjustments as you go along. So there was a time where I was, I stopped drinking smoothies for breakfast. I forget why. And I was eating a lot of cereal Mm -hmm. with like bananas or something. And I actually noticed that my iron dropped a little bit. And so I, because I regularly checked that I was able to course correct, Mm -hmm. stop eating the one, the cereal for breakfast, the one thing that changed. And I started drinking my smoothies again and my iron increased. Wow. So it's just important to, again, just keep yourself in check and yeah. always monitor how you're doing. It's so important because like people might think, oh, I feel fine. I don't need blood work. But I really like that you go regularly because I feel like even for your own peace of mind, that's just really smart. So your doctor was on board as long as you were healthy. And yeah. what about your family and like friends? I, I don't think they ever... I'm such a diehard that I don't yeah. think they ever thought I wouldn't. <laughs> and nobody's... You know what? My friends are good. I think they see how healthy I am. Yeah. And they don't think... They wouldn't question. Yeah. Just because I don't eat meat and eggs, they're like, they don't think I'm not healthy. Just because they've seen me go from this, you know, university binge drinking (laughs) popcorn, not popcorn. Well, like, yes, I did eat popcorn. (laughs) But just like shit eating person. Like how, if you eat lots of fruit and vegetables, you're... I know because like, so the Canada's food guide for anyone listening who's outside of Canada, our food guide just changed, which is what the doctors and nutritionists recommend you eat on a daily basis. And it changed to be a ton more pointing in a plant-based direction. And the animal-based foods are meant to be kept at like a minimum or have it be like a really small part of your plate. So even the nutritionists or the dietitians in Canada are recommending 
people need to eat more fruits and vegetables because that is what is healthy for humans. Yeah. And I don't know any doctors recommending you go and eat a bunch of red meat. Yeah. I know. I don't think that's a thing anymore. Yeah. So someone else on my Instagram asked, I mean, I already know the answer to this and I'm sure anyone listening right now can probably figure out the answer, but are you going to raise your baby vegan? Yes, I will. Yeah. yeah. And uh, again, I will do everything in my power to raise a plant-based baby diet situation yeah. and we'll monitor that. Mm-hmm. And if something goes wrong, I will course correct if need be, but yeah. I will absolutely do that for yeah. sure. I feel like it's an easy choice for you because you see how well it works for you. So just like any person, like if someone was eating meat and eggs and fish and it was working really well for them, then that's what they would eventually raise their kid eating I would assume yeah I think so parents want the best for their kid obviously and if something works for them then that's what they'll start their kid out I just think it's funny when people I guess like have concern for pregnant women who are vegan when like there are so many people who are pregnant who are eating fast food all day or like eating a really really poor diet and people don't seem to question that at all I mean they probably would if you like see someone eating fast food all the time but Yeah, I know what you mean, but I was thinking, so there's a woman I know, Mm -hmm. and because I'm, I'm healthy, if I see someone eating that way, I'm like, oh my gosh, you're just giving your baby so much crap. But if that person eats that way, they're probably looking at me and saying, wow, they're, I just, I think it's just a different points of views and perspectives. If you're healthy and you see someone unhealthy eating that way, you're going to judge them. If there's somebody who's unhealthy seeing you eating too healthy, they're probably going to judge you because everyone's just yeah. projecting. Yeah, exactly. Now, I will say I have had, you know, Beyond the Meat burgers yeah, because I'm human and oh you have God, to give in to your cravings. So okay, that was my next question. It was about cravings. Tell your cravings journey thus far, your so, pregnancy cravings. It's almost like it was subtle and then looking back, I'm like, wow, that was really <laughs> prominent. Okay. So... Again, from the beginning, I said, I'm going to listen to my body. I'm Mm going to listen to my intuition and I'm just going to, you know, do as that as best as I can. And I'm so glad I did. And and I'll tell you in a second, but for the first four months, I craved salt. So like my husband would have to go to the movie theater to buy popcorn to bring home to me so I could have popcorn for dinner. So it was like you wanted like the saltiest thing you could think of. Yeah. Munchos. Like the, you know, the kind of chip (laughs) munchos, like who the fuck eats those? (laughs) I was buying bags of munchos. Really? So weird. So you never questioned that. You were like, I want this. I'm going to eat it. As soon as I had a craving, I ate it. Now, mind you, I was still having green smoothies for breakfast. I was having, you know, avocado toast for lunch. But in between those, I was integrating really weird, salty foods like munchos and popcorn and French fries and just these really salty things. So the reason I'm glad I listened to that, and I'm sure you could do this a much healthier way by eating, I don't even know, like seaweed (laughs) seaweed or like celery or something, but your blood increases by 50% when you're pregnant. So my body was trying to retain water to help with that blood increase. That's amazing. Exactly. So, cause I didn't even feel like I was getting puffy or anything. My body just needed salt to retain water to help increase that blood. And it was going in places that wasn't my face. It was just going in places that needed to go. Yeah. So that was the first four, let's say first four and a half, five months. Now it is all the fruit. Really? I want oranges and smoothies and watermelon. And I don't know 
why yet. Mm -hmm. I haven't like kind of done that research. I don't know what the commonality is, whether it's a vitamin C or a vitamin. I don't know. I'd have to look up the commonality um, between the foods that I'm craving. But um, yeah. And throughout, I will say as well, from day one to now, I've always had a slight craving for dark chocolate, which is, as we know, rich in iron. So I'm assuming my body is just like, keep getting your iron. Dark chocolate covered almonds from Bulk Barn. Oh my God. Love that. (laughs) By the handful. (laughs) I'm sure there's a super healthy vegan out there that's like, you should not have put GMO (laughs) munchos in your body. You have to draw the line somewhere. You have to. I'm like 80% healthy. All right. Yeah. That is so important. That's something I talk about on the podcast a lot is like eating intuitively and how when you eat intuitively, everything balances out as long as you're listening to your body because your body knows what it's doing. A hundred percent. And in the first three months, my main symptom, I don't know if you wanted to get into like symptoms and stuff yeah, like that, definitely. but um, I had no symptoms. So I had no morning sickness, but the <laughs> only symptom I really had was um, fatigue. Mm-hmm. And my favorite saying is your body is literally running a 24 seven baby making factory and you are the only employee yeah. on board. I love So that. like <laughs> you're so tired in those first three months. So mm-hmm. I let myself sleep as much as I could. Yeah. So I was sleeping like 12 hours a night. So when I got home after I walked my dog, I was not hungry. I just wanted to go to bed. Just listen to yourself And if you just want to eat a small meal, like that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because maybe then your body needed rest more than it needed like a ton more calories. Exactly. Yeah. I love that you listen to your body. I mean, five years ago, I was like hearing these people online like, oh, listen to your body. I'm like, how the fuck do you listen to your body? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. But once you cut out all this crap in your life, I think it's a slow process. You can't force yourself to do it overnight. It's just... it's just such a slow process and I I feel like it's a it's another kind of topic on its own it is it's a topic I actually want to cover because it is such a slow process and once you realize that you're doing it once you're like oh I feel like I know how to listen to my body you realize that like you slowly have been learning it for a while before you have that realization yes I agree did you find that your connection that you felt with yourself strengthened when you got pregnant that's an interesting question I know myself very well yeah and I've always been a pretty self-assured like confident person that I don't think having being pregnant has increased that okay but I'm just so happy to be pregnant and be on this journey and it's been wonderful to be myself this way because you don't know how you're going to react I wasn't sure like even my, my friends will tell you when I was in university, I said, I can't wait to be pregnant. I know I'm going to have a kick-ass pregnancy. And I think going into it with these really positive, it's almost like um like like a vision board, yeah. but not really. Like if you go into it saying, I'm going to have such a wicked pregnancy, mm-hmm. you probably will. Because I have a lot of friends now who say, oh, I know I'm going to like get fat and I know it's going to be awful. And it's like, well, if you say that, you probably will. Yeah, it's manifesting whatever you're thinking it's going to be. Positive thinking is so powerful and I believe that. Yeah, and I feel like too, I saw someone's Instagram the other day where she was talking about birth and she was saying, she was like, I don't want to make anyone feel bad, but I'm just going to share my experience. Birth was absolutely the most amazing thing. She was like, I was 
scared at first when I got pregnant because you hear all these traumatic birth stories, but she was like, I stayed so positive all throughout my pregnancy that I was going to have a good birth. She was like, obviously it was the hardest thing I've ever done, but she said it was a super positive experience. And she said, I know it's because I just felt so deep within me that I knew it was going to be positive for me. I'm so glad you brought this up because (laughs) I continue to say to people, I am so excited for labor. Like I continue to say this because so I was, I've been listening to, um, in preparation for everything and yeah. trying to do as much research as I can, I'm listening to a ton of podcasts and reading some wonderful books and I can send you all these resources. Yes, I'll put them in the show notes for awesome. this episode. Yeah. It drives me when people say, oh, well, you haven't got to labor yet and labor is the hardest thing you're ever going to do and all these really negative things. And while I'm sure it is going to be difficult... I am not taking that attitude. I am excited. I I think it's, I, maybe I'm so naive, like probably a person (laughs) who's given birth is like, you're psycho. Like I'm excited. And I think it's going to be beautiful. That's amazing. The female body is literally made to create life and to birth life, essentially. Like this is what your body's made to do. I love that. Yeah, I agree. Like, and I don't compare our species to other species, but what other animal is like, Oh my God, labor's about to happen. I need drugs. Like a lion out there. Yeah, a lion's like, (gasps) give me the epidural. You're fucking fine. Like you'll, you'll, you'll champ it out and (laughs) just, I guess, go in thinking it's going to be amazing and it probably will. Yeah. I mean, you have no control over what happens. You don't. When it's actually happening. But what you can control is how you feel during the time leading up to it and during it. And if you have the, the choice to be positive or negative you should definitely be positive. I agree. And even if something does go wrong, whatever that could be, as long as you have a backup plan, it's like, okay, yeah. and just stay positive, have a plan. You can be negative if you want to be, but I don't recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> coming, from <laughs> who, coming from someone who has not given birth yet, but I'm, I'm going to continue to be positive. So I honestly, I feel like I'm the most naive you can be. Like I'm not even pregnant at all, but looking at all of the women who have given birth in the existence of the world. Like looking at my mom, I'm like, you did this twice. Like if you can do it, I can do it. So I'm not afraid for it either. Like I I just am very confident that this is what the female body is meant to do. I'm with you. Yeah. That has nothing to do with being vegan, I don't think. But veganism is a lifestyle, but then so is positivity. And yeah. I feel like they definitely go hand in hand for a lot of vegans. Obviously, there's a lot of vegans who are negative as well. I think for the most part vegan pregnancies are just so scrutinized and so like harshly criticized when I don't think they should be because looking at you like you're just a very healthy normal pregnant woman that looks amazing you got like the pregnancy glow and everything that's Florida and (laughs) that's a tan (laughs) that's my tan I've been so lucky that I mean I'm not a public Instagrammer or person and I haven't had any negative negativity yet. I mean, I have my personal account. I've been, I've been just feeling so good that I want to share I some love your tips pregnancy updates. and tri- yeah, yeah. throughout the way. So I have been doing that and not really good, but nobody said anything negative yet. It's more just, oh my God, you look so good, which yeah. is really nice to hear. And yeah. I think because I have such a positive outlook, it's shining through a bit as well. I think so too. So maybe give us like what you're eating currently. Cause I know it's cool. changed throughout. Yeah. So breakfast is a smoothie. A typical one would be some frozen kale, Mm. like two frozen bananas, two and a half frozen bananas, Mm -hmm. some frozen mango, fresh lime, chia seeds, almond milk, Mm -hmm. orange juice, water, like very tropical. Yes. Love that. So that's breakfast. A snack would be like, um, right now it's just, I 
like take like an like a navel orange and mm-hmm. just like slice it up. Lunch would be avocado toast. Mm-hmm. Another snack would be um, dark chocolate covered almonds. And then dinner, like dinner tonight was um, this like tofu broccoli Chinese style takeout I've seen that dish. On your oh it my looks god, so good. so good! And then another kind of um, like another dinner would just be like pasta or a sushi bowl or yeah. ramen, something like that. So we'll always have you know popcorn for a snack. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't go a day without having like a treat, dark chocolate or a handful of chips or some popcorn. And you made like vegan mac and cheese the other night. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, I, your recipe, it was yeah. so good. I, I told you the other day, it was like, <laughs> Brock literally said, I can't wait for next week yeah. to have it again. <laughs> that makes me but so But I'm going to have to make more. Like, yeah. I think I'm going to have to double it. Yeah. So it makes good. good leftovers too for anyone listening. But yeah, so that's, I would say that's a typical day. And I used to, when I first went vegan, I would kind of track everything in um, like an app like Chromat Chronometer. Yeah. That was only for like the first years. I haven't done that in years. But um, if you are just newly vegan, just because that will tell you if you're hitting all your nutrient levels. Yes. Do you find that you're hungrier being pregnant? Like, are your meals bigger? I actually find my appetite has decreased. Really? Yeah. I And I should have looked this up um, ahead of time. But my assumption is just that the baby's taking up more space and it's pushed, making my stomach a little bit smaller. Oh. Um, my breakfast... And my breakfast and snacks and lunches have all re- remained the same size, but my dinners, I, I do find I get more full at dinner and I sometimes have to like eat a little bit less. And I've actually talked to other friends who've been pregnant and they said that they actually found that they were less hungry. Interesting. I honestly can't wait to be pregnant to just it's find the these things out for myself. It's so <laughs> fun. Okay. So we're going to wrap it up soon, but is there anything else you want to say? For maybe anyone who's out there who's pregnant or vegan and maybe going to be pregnant, do you have any advice? Yeah, I would, again, just you're going to get so much conflicting opinions and just trust your instinct. Like you just have to trust yourself. And I think that comes with confidence. If you have no confidence, I think it'll be hard to trust your own opinion. So just really, really try and focus all your energy on on that, just being as self-assured and confident in your decisions and intuition as possible. It's never going to be bad for you to just strengthen your intuition and your connection with yourself because you need that, like raising a child as well, not just yeah. making one in your belly. <laughs> I know. And the final thing I want to say is just like to each their own. Everyone is trying to figure it out. So yeah. let's just all, you know, be happy for each other. <laughs> Thank you so much for this being on fun. here. Yay. Okay. We'll have to have Katie to come on again maybe post baby i was thinking like post baby and also a good one would be like zero waste and oh my god yeah i'm so into zero waste I right know. now oh and we could even talk about how i plan to do that for babies yes because oh my god babies are oh. wasteful so wasteful and there's a I have, yeah, I have a lot to talk about because I've been doing a lot of research on this as well. Okay. We should do that then. Okay. Let's do it. I'm excited already. Okay. (laughs) I'm putting it out there. There will be a zero waste, maybe zero waste baby episode. We could do like zero waste and then a small section about baby stuff. Okay. We can make it, we can apply it to the general public. People who are 15 are like, fucking babies again. stop talking about babies (laughs) okay well thank you guys for listening if you like this episode make sure to leave a rating and review on itunes that is everything for today so i will talk to you guys in the next episode bye